Hello and welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Popcorn Culture. I don't start the episode this way. This is that was the I was I was going to the uh, wow. the Bosch Breakers intro. Nope. I was just trying to get off on the wrong foot. Is what happened. I tried to jump left footed instead of right footed. Wow. Should I try again? I actually jump left footed. Do you actually jump left footed? It's true. Surprisingly good jumper over so, there. Yeah, that's me. I remember that at districts and indoor track. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I beat Lee Bradshaw that, at that, districts. That, I got third place. I, I got third place. Yeah. Shout out to Lee. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Are we just going to skate past the fact that I completely borked the intro? I think. I think right now we like this is the cold open and then we like cut to the intro and uh then afterwards we'll do the real intro i love it okay so play it play it And everybody, hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. It will be today is my brother Jay. It will be in every episode. Well, you have I tripped out of the it. gate twice. I can't do it. I can't this do it. This is I'm your just, host, people. I know. This I know. Is, Honestly, look, I have got I a shirt like, on that was sent to us by a little colonel right now that says the one true host once worked at a concert venue. So just nothing but nothing but straight fire and facts. I know, yeah. On this yeah. shirt, it's as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Plus a bingo square you just handed yeah. out for free right out of the gate. This show is a mess right now. Okay. Well, that being said, we'll just continue to uh we'll we'll have the conversation continue into what could be a mess. Um oh. because our, our good buddy Mike sent us a challenge this morning. Oh that boy. For whatever reason, I was like, I was like, wow, this is absolutely ridiculous. And then I was like, the more I think about it, I'm like, am I gonna spend an entire Saturday? doing this oh my gosh um, you basically would have to but go ahead and tell people about okay. it okay so there, I, I don't know if there's a good name for it i'm sure that there will be at some point in time no I, this is this is our chance to name it ben oh man well i feel like i should have thought of something better than what i came up with no okay no because so the, the it was generated from a tiktok called the name of the channel was the mighty was mighty jolly okay so i feel like just the mighty jolly challenge oh, sounds perfect it, i feel like it describes it in a very specific correct and like um false way the, the mighty jolly challenge the mighty jolly challenge Plus, it, even just saying that makes me happy and makes me want to do it that much more yeah okay so let me explain the mighty jolly challenge to you it is going to be a you you have to score a total in the course of one day 50 points you get one point for every mile you run every donut you eat and every beer you drink right that's it. That's it. That's can, the whole challenge. Can you do it inside of the course of one day? One day. Man, it's like you start you start mathing it out like it fe it feels possible like 50 50. Hmm, let me see. Let me see. Because cuz it feels like the donuts and the beer are like that's just fun, right? That's going to be easy. But like you but like you also know like well, I can't. There's no way I'm drinking like 25 beers oh no know. yeah yeah Yeah. there's no way you're probably even drinking like 10 beers so even though you can spread it across three activities chances are one of those activities you're really maybe maxing at like six or seven if you're like really trying to push that one which it seems like that would be the hardest one to push a high number on right well yeah so that's the thing because there's there's an absolute for especially for me like for the beer like there's a there's a cap you know and there's like yeah. like for me it's like one of those things where it no matter like even if i wanted to do it for the sake of the challenge i would never endure the associated hangover yeah. that would come with drinking 
in, in such excess. Like, well, I would, like, it's like, like that would never be worth it to me. For sure. I mean, um, you could, I mean, you could tailor it to the challenge so that you drink like incredibly light beer. Oh, and I would. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For the purposes of the challenge. Like, so even the guy uh, himself, as he's doing it in like the original video, the mighty jolly, the mighty jolly, yeah. he is eating like these decadent donuts, yeah. like big, beefy, like, like, you know, when you think of like local craft beer, it's like local craft donuts, mm -hmm. donuts. And I'm like, if it was me, so for the purpose of the challenge, I can guarantee you that I would be eating Krispy Kreme donuts. He does at one point just get a dozen Krispy Kreme and yeah. like use that to stack his donut score. Right. And, and I mean, yeah. for me, I would say that from the beginning, that wouldn't even feel like like undercutting it or cheating or anything like that. Like to me, I would just call like a Krispy Kreme donut like your base amount for of sure donut. like for it sure. represents yeah. like the like the singular donut with no other like like add-ons absolutely um, yeah like i think it has to be like at at least a crispy cream that is yeah that that is a donut whereas like you know you couldn't get like a munchkin and count that as a donut no definitely not because yeah. you could no, just no, eat no, 50 no, munchkins no, no. in one yeah. sitting no and big. you couldn't no yeah you're right it has to be a crispy cream size like the size of a regular glazed crispy cream donut you can't like go get like a six pack of entenmann's or something. Oh, sure, you know, sure, sure. No, no, yeah. none of those tiny sleeves. Mm -mm. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that's a good baseline okay, for yeah. it. But so from there, that's like when I start thinking to myself, it's like, okay, like my immediate first thought strategy was like, okay, like I could start at like six in the morning and for eighteen hours do a circuit of like three miles at 6 a.m. or like eat three donuts, run three miles, and then wait three hours and then do the same thing every three hours, but that would only get you to running over the course of the day, 18 miles and 18 donuts, mm -hmm. which would only accumulate to 36 total donuts on the day. Right. And so then I'm like, well, there's, there's no way that I would drink 14 beers. Like, again, like that, no that goes yeah. back to this, like, and, and that might be the type of thing that for somebody it's like, oh, that wouldn't be like that big of a problem or something. Or, or even if you just like had a light beer inside of each of those segments, yeah. you know, cause then like, you're not getting at any point in time, like drunk, which right. would be the big thing that like I would not be at all interested in, in accomplishing throughout the day. It's more just like the it's it's like how many because I'm already bad at eating like I eat like a yeah. bird as it is. Like yeah. Alice, uh, Alice, every single night eats more food than I do. For sure. Um, that doesn't and, surprise me. Yeah. And it's not even to say that Alice eats a lot of food. It's just that I don't eat a lot of food. Addison might eat more food than you. <laughs> that, that is entirely possible as well. Um, unless I'm on trips, well, like, like like work trips. I think That's once right. Once upon a time, uh, uh, last year in Texas, I'm pretty sure I actually ate fast. Texas Ben. Tex I Texas believe we ben. called yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, good time. Scarfing um, that barbecue. So anyway, which by the way, we'll be in Texas again later this year for RTX. You can come see us live. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. July seventh through the ninth in Austin. Link in the show notes for the day. Um, what is your uh, What is your tactic though for the? Gosh, well, so like we, you sent this out to like uh, our our friends this morning, like on a group chat, and it was surprising to me that you know. So uh, we've talked about you know the GMA and John a lot, and his immediate response was like to run was to make it like a 28 miles worth of the running right, to yeah, accomplish yeah. it. And I was like, goodness me. Like, to, Of course, like, he did just run a marathon two weeks ago. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, he did just run a marathon. So maybe it doesn't seem like... It, it, he's certainly in marathon shape, so we could do that. But to me, like that seems like the worst way to gamify it because like the running is clearly the hardest part. And like I was like, what, what a John answer to look at this challenge and make more than 50% of it running. I know, like, yeah. Like, no, yeah. no. 
zone. You gotta, you gotta, the donuts are the way you're definitely going to score the most points, right? To me, that feels like the way you're going to do it. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, so you thought like how many donuts do you think you could comfortably consume? Well, not even comfortably, <laughs> uncomfortably consume. I know. Okay, yeah. You can be uncomfortable because it's a challenge. Right. 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 right? Yeah. No matter what, this any was, of these will make you uncomfortable. Well, this was so. the other thing was that like, I'm looking at this and I was like, God, it just feels really hard to uh, get, to get to 50 in almost any capacity at all. But then at the same time, like if you just re rephrase the challenge, it was just like, okay, here's the challenge. By the end of the day, you must eat 50 donuts. And like to me, suddenly that was like, well, that seems doable, like oh, uncomfortable, like, but doable. Okay. So like, yeah, so, and like that would be a win condition for this challenge. And yet to me, that also feels like not in the spirit of the challenge. It does feel that yeah. way. It does feel, <laughs> it feels like you have to do at least. I would say the absolute bare minimum version of it is you have to have at least one tally mark for in each in, in each. Okay. That sounds um, like a good rule. You yeah. must at least, you must have at least one. And so, and to be fair, the guy who posted the TikTok, mighty jolly that it, he, he does, I think he did 32 miles of running. running yes. And then 17 donuts and one beer. Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah. he he in fact only uses the beer for one, and it was like at the end of the day celebration sort of thing. And, and he like I even felt like he's like he's flexing a little bit because it's like a stein. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a like, huge it's like beer. A, it's like a gallon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So I think I think that would be the other one. For, so for the purposes of counting, I would say that a beer is twelve ounces. Yeah, I would of, count of that liquid. as well. Yeah. Um. So a can. A can. But so so let's just start there though. So you feel like you could eat fifty donuts inside of one day. Like what would that what would that mean if you're awake from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m.? If you're awake from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., then you have like how would you space it out? How would you space it out? Yeah, right. Because that's that that gives you how many hours of being awake then? 10 plus six, um, 16 hours awake. Is that right? Six to six. No. Six, six to twelve, and then from twelve to ten. Are we mathing correctly? I am doing it differently. I'm doing six to six, which would be twelve, and then. Four more hours, so sixteen hours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's weird how people mental math. I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's got a different approach. We got there at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. So sixteen hours of being awake. Right. Uh, at bare minimum, if you just if you ate, just even it out. It, yeah, that would be like if you ate two donuts every hour. That'd be like a little. That'd be three, like three in a bite. <laughs> three in a bite donuts. Three in a bite donuts per hour. <laughs> Three and a bite donuts. Per that doesn't hour. seem bad. That really doesn't seem that bad. Right. That's like Although, every twenty minutes you eat another donut. <laughs> but I feel like by the end of the day, this feels like the type of thing that, like, when you start, it's like, oh, that was no big deal. No at problem. All. This, this is like, like, uh, like we we can get into this as well in a little bit. But we we are doing like a um, like May Murph thing yeah um and so the murph for what it's worth is just exercise um and it was named after some uh someone in the military somewhere once upon a time and the challenge itself is run one mile uh do 100 pull-ups 200 push-ups 300 air squats and then run one mile yeah and the way that we always break it down is by doing um sets of 5 10 15 uh pull-ups push-ups air squats respectively right so this past weekend we did um 10 sets yeah so we did a half murph so yeah so this is this is our our may murph quest if you will is to just do uh to build up to doing the full thing so this weekend we did a half next weekend we'll do a half again then three quarter then full yes yeah, yeah. and that should that should land us usually it's like a memorial day uh event that people do this like in crossfit gyms and stuff like that we're just doing it for fun though um but the thing is is that like if you were to go through and and like just have like one set of the 5 10 15 like not not that even like five pull-ups under any condition 
is easy like that's, right that's usually pretty like I, I would i would guess if there was an area that would be like the biggest blockade it would be the pull-ups yeah um, it's just my my guess off the cuff but um I would say that like if I only had to do one of those, I'd be like largely unfazed. And what that's how I feel like doing the three and a quarter donuts every hour. Yeah. Is it every hour? Yeah, every hour would be it's like the first couple of hours you'd be like, no big deal. No problem. And then you're like like once you're like four or five hours in, I feel like it would it would start to dawn on you that like this is a lot of donuts. Yeah. Well, like, I'm immediately thinking, have you ever this, this is just we're getting all the fun challenges today. Have you ever heard of like the Waffle House challenge? Or oh like the gosh. Waffle House bet or whatever. Okay. Is this, is this, okay. I, I think I know because I've heard people do it for fantasy football before, but I guess yeah. the idea is that Waffle House is open 24 hours a day. Yes. And whoever loses on the season, like comes in last, right. has to go and spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. Right. However, they can take off an hour for every waffle they eat. Correct. So it's like if you can eat 12 waffles, you can leave in 12 hours. But right. 12 waffles is a lot. Is of a lot. So yeah, that that does make me rethink the 50 donuts thing because like a waffle's not too much more than a donut. I would you guess a waffle at Waffle House is the same as four donuts. Oh, okay. Okay. I would think. Um, well, which which would sort of space out about correctly. I suppose so. Then if you had if you had 12 Waffle House waffles that would be 48 donuts yeah. and both of those seem equally insurmountable to me they do that's a lot of waffle and it's a lot of donut for sure for sure i wouldn't try and go i mean for for the mighty jolly challenge i don't think i would try and go full like 48 donuts plus one mile walking one beer right because right. also if you ate 48 donuts i feel like the one beer is really gonna be <laughs> it's just absolutely too. miserable just so like You'd no matter so what it, it's gonna feel so heavy yeah and absurd the so g- the good news is that you can the, the donuts will give you lots of energy to do the running that that is the yeah. thing that i think is most interesting like back back in the day when we were mountain biking a lot um i was finding very frequently again because i don't eat probably enough food yeah. with the amount of like movement that I physically like do. Um, I was finding that frequently I would get out on the trails and like have it like a total blood sugar crash. Right. Because like I literally like used all of my available fuel and my body was like, well, I guess we're gonna have to start harvesting from You're... from you. Right. Um, and it's like, yikes. Um, breaking down your muscles. I know. Yeah. Uh, which is, which was definitely what felt like was happening. So what I started doing was literally like I, I would drive past the McDonald's on my way to, uh, the trails and I would buy two or three sausage biscuits and just eat all of them mm-hmm. on my drive. And I mean, it sounds, <clears throat> it sounds kind of gross and it, it sort of was because I was just literally just trying to put as many calories into my body as I could mm-hmm. in route. Right. Um, and so I, I, that's where I think that like, if I could space it, because that was the other thing too. Like even when I did the marathon, um, when I got to the end, I was like, I don't think I can walk across the parking lot. Right. You know, like let alone get like, get back to the Airbnb. I was like, I don't know, like someone's going to need to like, like cart me or something or, yeah. or, or I don't know. Um, but then within like maybe an hour of the race being over and like taking some like ibuprofen to like get my muscles to like chill out a little bit. Um, I was able to walk like a mile to get to where we had lunch and then we could eventually like get the Uber back from there. Um, and so that makes me feel like if you spaced out the 26 miles or like that length of distance and didn't do them like all continuous. Yeah. That maybe it would make it a little bit more approachable. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you can definitely take breaks and stuff. It would be, I mean, 
it like when I think about it, it's like ugh, having to like finish a run and then get back up and do it again. It sounds like such a nightmare. But like inside of the challenge, then it's just like you're completing the challenge. Yes. Yeah. But so I think like because it feels to me like if you could knock off like maybe like 15 miles of running or something. Like, that doesn't sound impossible. But then could you eat 15 miles of running and 35, 34 donuts, I guess. 34 donuts. 34 donuts and a beer. Oh, God, that still seems like a lot of donuts. 34 is a lot, but you could, yeah, I don't know. That that still seems, that's still pretty tough. That's still pretty tough. It's like, you got to be able to do a bunch of runs. So, I don't know, but like, on, on the other hand, Let's see, like if you were training for the marathon, like your longest run was like a 20 mile run, right? Yes, yep. And yep. You, you guys just got up and did that at like six in the morning or something, right? right. Or yep. I suppose you could, and that takes you like, what, three, three hours, something maybe? Uh, three, yeah, four? so we were doing like 10 minutes a mile, so 20 times, that's 200 minutes. So yeah, three hours and change. Yeah, a little three hours and change. So you could like by nine o'clock have like 20 points conceivably yes and you could have eaten you know you could have woken up and scarfed down a couple of donuts beforehand right which i would absolutely yeah i would if i was doing that i would definitely do that i'd probably have two to three donuts before i even started the 20 miles so then you're at 22 you're halfway there then you finish the run you have a celebratory beer boom 23 points right there now you're not even halfway (laughs) i know i was gonna say i was like this already sounds absolutely exhausting yeah and like oh my gosh right like it said that you would finish the 20 mile run so yeah 20 at once seems like pretty rough the guy doing the challenge in the TikTok clearly does tons of running. I think a lot of even his other videos were like running based. So okay, I, I think it seems like there's no way around doing lots of running and just using the donuts to fuel yourself. But like, could you get to the point where it's under like if you yeah under half running? Like the more the more I think about it, the more like John's method seems like more sound. Sense. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like how can I avoid doing the running and complete the challenge? <laughs> like what I'm trying to work out. Right, right. It's like like certainly, certainly. But, there but must even be if way. you do that, it's like oh yeah, I avoided the running. I only did 20 miles. It's like you didn't avoid any running. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Well, so that's how thing too is and i think it's funny because it doesn't seem like beer is really on either of our strategy lists yeah at, at all yeah so for sure it's like like uh, that's that to me is almost what i really admire about how uh how, how this guy originally did it was having like his one beer at the end is almost like a like a little like ding yeah you know like did it <laughs> here's what you got to do here's okay new strategy boom okay. you're obviously right. prepping for it the day before obviously day before hydrate like crazy obviously right yep, then you but you stay up until like midnight so it clicks over to midnight then you just do like two beers right there like Ooh. right before you go to bed you know get some real bad sleep <laughs> get some real bad sleep no, yeah but like but 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 okay. um but, but, but. this way this way hopefully you're you've hydrated enough that you're not like dehydrated by the alcohol uh-huh. um and you're not like hung over in any capacity and um it beer is just also carbs anyway oh, right, right so right, you yeah. can it could conceivably be energy not conceivably it just would be energy the next morning right yes so that would get you you know maybe an extra two points there probably, probably uh, right on the there. whole better for your liver as well to not to not be mixing the exercise and the alcohol and the so alcohol directly. too closely I, that would be my big caveat would be like like i would want the running to be complete by the time the 
any any of that came into uh, yeah equation. sure so Al- although i i don't i like your i like your method here because then you could you could sneak something in on the front end. on the front just like boom right right away you're starting nothing you wake up and you only have like 48 points to go i mean it's basically a cake <laughs> or a, a donut walk a donut walk from there <laughs> basically a donut walk from there no problem no problem at all that's that's just gonna be yeah it sounds like a really hard day i don't know if i don't know if i want to take this particular i know literally challenge on the, the more that we talk about it the less likely i, feel I like know I can do it like at first i was like okay okay and i don't know what it was but i think whatever we said there was like doing like 34 donuts and i was like for, why does 34 donuts seem worse to me than 50 like, <laughs> I, like it just does i don't know why like, i don't know um yeah so that that's a that's a big challenge but anyway now i'm, I'm like there is a big i'm like partially curious like it really feels like especially if like we made like a big field day out of it and like you know sort of like mm-hmm. set up and all hung out the whole day and like did yeah. it together and and all the rest like this is not going to be the type of thing that you're doing like interspersed between also like parenting and taking care of your home and yeah. like it's a fully dedicated committee yeah you're gonna have a day committed to doing just this exact thing right um unlike uh this past weekend when we did we did start off on our our little like may murph challenge thing here i know yes which, yeah oh yeah which we yeah so like this was honestly i was very impressed with you um Thank you. because we were you know we got out there and like i, I lobbed this out to like our, our group of friends and, and everybody was just like dang it ben which uh, which made me kind of happy because it was almost like i was like do I have such a, a group of friends that I can lob out something that they don't want to do, but they know like hey, now we're gonna have to do it? Like, like that. It felt like there was a there was a sense of camaraderie there that made me very happy. I just wanted to do it. So well, I yeah, it had nothing to do with me. I had nothing to do with me. This doesn't apply to me. But. Right, right. Well, so anyway, um, I was like, all right, so this is gonna, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. Uh, but obviously Beth was going to her half marathon over yes. this past weekend, so you were you were on like dad duty. Yep. And you were still like, no, I'm gonna be there. So we went uh, and we met at like eight thirty in the morning at um a park. Yeah, like basically. a playground. Yeah, playground. Yeah. Uh, which we we're going to use as like how we did our pull-ups right. for the challenge itself but also would give your kids who you're you're you yeah know, like it like need to entertain need to entertain it's yeah. like it's like all right this is gonna work out well we will go to the park where the kids can play and we can we can get yeah. a workout. i in. mean it's i mean it was it was it felt like a pretty good uh strategy for this because there was a there's a half mile track directly next to the playground and the playground itself is fenced in yes so it was like all right you kids just play here uh, you know i can well we, we can run our single lap for right. the half mile yep no problem we'll be right back and then we'll just use the playground to do the pull-ups and obviously you don't need anything for the push-ups or the, the air, squats. Uh, air squats except you know the ground which is plentiful um <laughs> that got plenty of ground. plenty of ground yeah, i yeah. will say more than we, enough we had to get a little creative that i was like you know i feel like when we were growing up there was just like uh effectively pull up bars just on any given playground just like just a bar you know just yeah. straight bar across just go hang on it flip on it do you know practice your pull-ups whatever uh not the case anymore those are i guess a thing of the past because we had to like creatively find spaces where we could do the pull-ups but we, we found enough spots to do it yes yeah. yeah but like you know so you're like literally like i was doing mine like next to a slide yeah you know like <laughs> hanging on to like the railing or whatever and there wasn't <clears throat> enough space for my hands to fit in between the railings so my pinkies were sticking up pinky out pinky out yeah and then normally when i do pull-ups like where, where i feel like i'm better at it is like more of like the the hands facing yourself so like it's a, a chin up technically yeah. versus hands facing the other way which is like a pull up um so i had to i had to do fa- hands facing out um but we were we were able to we were able to get that done yep we got it done however you were like i was uh, this was where i was so impressed with you because you were like in full-blown parent mode while also 
Yeah, like, having to do the workouts. Yeah, so we got there, and like I try, I anticipated this being a problem, and I tried to head it off the night before, and I was like talking to Luke and Nick and I was like, we're going to the playground, and Daddy's gonna be doing a workout, so I just need you guys to play. Like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run on the run, I'm gonna go run the track, and then I'm just gonna be there with my buddies doing you know, the push-ups and stuff. And you can come do them with me if you want or whatever. But like we got there and the reality set in and Luke was just not having it. You know, he yeah. was very upset that like I wasn't like directly playing with him or I don't know, maybe just not paying attention to him. Well, I'm sure um, normally when you guys go to the playground, it's much more likely for you to be like, like, let's play. Yeah, you know, like let's like, get that, on the that, playground. Let's yeah. go climb so on can, the slide. I can see go. where it would be confusing. Yeah, so that that was, um, you know, he, he was pretty upset for, I would say like the first half of it, including, the entire lap around the track where he's just like screaming (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh gosh this is so this is like you know other people are just you know he's just screaming like i want daddy and i'm like you know off running on the track and it's just like this probably sounds bad if you're not if you don't know what's going on (laughs) right right right. yeah yeah but i mean the lap took you know three minutes yeah yeah, Um, it was only like three minutes and you know we came back and then i'm doing like my push-ups and the pull-ups and the air squats and he is like standing six inches away from me just screaming that like you know he wants daddy and i'm like i'm right here it reminded me a lot of like a drill sergeant you know like it was like one more soldier yeah but 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 instead it was luke Um, yeah so that was that was kind of difficult to do for like the first half of it and like i started doing the push-ups on the first round and he like like got on my back like trying to hug me which is like adorable, but also like okay, extra weight, cool, extra cool, weight. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. although technically, I think I, I like the uh, the official version of the Murph. You're also like in addition to as ridiculous as it also is, you're also sp- supposed to wear a 20 pound weight vest. Oh my god! So if anything, I think Luke was probably just like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. I'm going to make this. this as hard as possible for you. Right, you ready? right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that way was a uh, that was a challenge in, <laughs> in parenting for sure. Nick and Nay were just off playing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was really it was yeah. very very adorable yeah. um but we got through it and we I mean, did. everything you know i think ended up being really really good uh but then we also decided uh last weekend i think on the pop last week we were like we're gonna plant a garden at your house this weekend yeah and we did we sure did yeah so that was pretty fun that's how we did the, uh we spent the afternoon so after we left the the murph playground me and the boys went to pick up some dirt nice yeah nice. at the at the hardware store there just loaded up the, the trunk of the van with all my all my new topsoil and then uh, I was gathering all my tools together, getting them out in the backyard. Ben came over, and it was like a like an eleven by thirteen little plot corner that um, was already sort of like a like a flower bed. I'm not really sure what the previous owners were going for back there. There was like a big butterfly bush, and I want to say like daffodil flower plants, but like the the green part would come up every year, but there was never any flowers. Yeah, I it have was, no idea what's up with that. Because I don't know. My house very similarly, like because it's like right at the corner point of like a fence. And the prior owners of my house had done essentially almost the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, where they had planted a bunch of like bulbs and stuff that come up every year and they, they do always flower. And yeah. sure enough, like, yeah, you had you had like a whole bunch of these bulbs and clearly like they came out of the ground. But there were, yeah, I was like, why are there no flowers on? Yeah, it like, was super weird. I don't know what if that's like the point of them. It's just supposed to look like green or if they weren't flowers. But yeah, and there's like, a I guess like a what you'd call a butterfly bush with a thing is supposed to get flowers on it, but also just sort of like 
grows and gets leaves, but then I never see the flower. So I'm not sure if something's coming and like eating them or whatever. I, know, we're, I feel or, like we're gonna yeah we're gonna have a real uh, what was the name of our our your rabbit from last year that ate all your sunflowers? Oh, Bazooka Jack. Bazooka Jack. Yeah, Bazooka yeah. Jack situation. So I don't know. Um, I wasn't really getting any enjoyment out of the existing um, uh, foliage back there. For for what am I thinking? Foliage. Foliage. Foliage back there. Nice. So yeah, we had to rip all that out. Um, and that was that that was not not too bad the the butterfly bush looked pretty actually this was surprising i don't go back to that corner of the garden very much because i don't do very much but it was like almost 80 percent thorns it was back yeah. there as well um this is another one like I, I one day was like trying to identify what it was like what what did they plant back here and i just have like a little app that does like flower identification and it said it was like a blackberry bush and oh, it was interesting. An, again it's like a black but that sounds awesome maybe i'll come back here and actually get some blackberries or something but again zero yield in the entire time i've lived at this house so either something is coming and scooping the blackberries away ahead of time or they're just not uh, coming up at all i don't know doesn't matter it's gone now um yes yeah, so we we went through though yeah. and i was like uh, there was a part of me that was like wow we are like in direct sunlight after a, a reasonably rigorous workout this morning yep. and also just doing like hours of yard work yeah just straight up manual labor yeah. um you had brought over like a, a corded electric rototiller to try and like turn up the ground break up all those roots and stuff so we had a nice little yes. a nice a nice fresh plot of land for the, the the incoming vegetables to grow and gosh as ever it was like it, it started out so nicely we probably got like 40 percent of the ground covered well yeah and so let me just say like this yeah. is i feel like this happens to me in life where like it's one of these things like we're like you know i've gone through and i've tried to like you know observe the outside world and take in as much information as i possibly can and i and i I even remember like when I bought my uh, my camper several years ago, which we have since sold because it was the worst decision we ever made. <laughs> um, but I remember I was like, OK, like I had got like my my new truck and I was like, OK, this like I had had a, a small truck before. And like when I got this one, I was like, OK, it's a big truck. It can do literally anything that I ever throw at it. And I, I promptly bought the camper in response to having the new truck because I was like, this will be great because it can pull it. And I was like, oh, wow. OK, so apparently even even though it is a bigger truck, it doesn't mean it can pull everything. So I, I basically, I got the, I got the new truck, my big truck, and it was instantly outclassed by the thing that I tried to pull it with. And right. it was, I feel like it was just like such a, such like an analogy for my whole life where like, I just very much underestimate what is actually required to do the job that you're attempting to do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Anyway, so I've had this electric rototiller for years and almost every single time I've ever used it, it was to always like clear up something that was far and away beyond this tiller's scope. Sure. Like it's like this is a small plug-in rototiller that you can pick up with your hands and carry across the yard. Like it's not like a heavy duty, like right. gas powered <clears throat> anything it's, it's not like a piece of heavy machinery and almost everything i've ever tried to use it for would be something where you would need a piece of heavy machinery anyway so that being said all we're trying to do is till up like a, a square patch of dirt of dirt yeah right and <clears throat> it was it was like yeah so we, we got going you know this thing's like f firing on all no cylinders yeah and it just like like craps out yeah and i was just like what no <clears throat> this was like it was going to make the day so easy, too. Right. It was like all we needed to do was just like turn the dirt over. Right. Just like chop it up, make it like fine, get the roots out, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. So we got about 40% of the way, just totally uh, clunked out on us. Real bummer. It was real bummer. Um, was and so it was sad. like 
Uh, and so from there, our options were either to go try and like find somewhere to rent like a more high octane, maybe like gas powered rototiller or something, right? Or else do it by hand. Yeah. And uh, that's the one we went with. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like one of these things where it's like we're here, we're now, we're in the moment. We've like, you know, and and I had Addy with me, and like, you know, Addy was like like happily playing in Jay's backyard, and like it was like not going to be easy to like yeah. have this moment which is like another thing that i feel like the like the older into like adulthood that i get that like yeah. it's like like the assembly of the opportunity to do the thing yeah. is the real challenge like it's not it's not the blood sweat and tears that necessarily goes into it although that usually is also like like a like a barrier in and of itself to like getting there in the first place but it's like it's it's probably not going to be the case that we're going to have another day where we have like the good weather and time and opportunity and like we're, yeah yeah everything's like, just gonna line up right and so it was like well we could try to go and rent this thing which would probably end up taking even more time because we would end up needing to like go across town right. and haul it back over and figure out how to run it and then and, it's like you know are you just getting at the end of the day it's like you're gonna put all this time in and you're gonna churn it up it's not like it's not like we have a enormous tract of land right that yes. we're like trying to till up it's just like you know it's like 144 square feet you know, and we've already done a good chunk of it. So uh, I guess we'll just do it by hand, which meant like, yeah, just, you know, we didn't have like a, like a hoe or something, you know, we just had to like take the shovels, literally pry up the dirt and then chop it up. You fortunately had some sort of like hand tilling thing. Yeah. That was just lucky. Um, yeah. The, this is like the, um, <clears throat> like the, the candy store for me is, is going to like Lowe's, mm-hmm. you know, and just like looking at stuff and being like, I wonder what that thing does. Yeah. And so, yeah, I have, I have this like random tool. That's just like a whole bunch of like t- tangly tines and it tines. And it's like, I don't know. I, same, same exact thing as like the road tiller in my mind. I was like, Oh, this would be so great. I'll be able to go and like, really like, 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 get get all my earth turned over and yeah. everything and it's like if there's like any vegetation whatsoever it just immediately tangles oh yeah i looked at that thing and i had like it just looks like a bunch of like angled interlocking sharp metal teeth and i like i was like man this thing looks impressive but i have zero faith in it to do anything and not get like clogged up or something yeah but it worked um, great but it did it's like it was exactly what we needed um for for doing it manually i guess because we just turned up the dirt into big clods and then we would hit it with this thing and it would turn into nice fine um really tiny clods yeah, t- tiny clods tinier and tinier depending <laughs> on how much you wanted to do it welcome to our gardening welcome podcast to our, yeah welcome to tiny, our gardening tiny clods <laughs> yeah i know i love how last year my whole gardening adventure was just plant sunflowers which felt like it took up so much time and energy Every single weekend, I had to like go out and like weed it over and over and over, and it felt like it just never ended. And then my sunflowers just got eaten anyway, and it was like such a bummer. So obviously, let's just crank it up to ten this year. No yeah, big deal. Obviously, yeah. yeah. That, just go way the, bigger. That's, that's the natural progression. Natural progression. Big failure at level one. Great. Go to level eight. No problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll see how that works. I'm probably gonna have to next weekend go about um putting up some sort of like chicken wire fence to try and keep stuff or animals out of uh, the garden before it starts really growing in earnest. Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be a thing. I suspect that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I spot I spot rabbits in my backyard all the time. Right. And, you know, now I'm just, you know, planting food for them to eat. So Right. I'm going to have to keep them out. You're going to have carrots in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we planted carrots. So that was, yeah, I planted carrots and cucumbers and onions. Okay. And then I've got some, like, peppers and um, stuff that I'm going to have to transplant from inside to outside at another point. But uh, at the end of the day, we got it all planted. It was great. Um, 
we, we overcame. Uh, you told me I found out just this morning. I think that the said rototiller belong used to belong to our grandpa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that added like a layer of like humor to the situation to me because like I was imagining what it would have been like had he been there when it was breaking down and how the whole day likely would have just been sidetracked by trying to fix it rather than getting it done. Yes. And I was like, uh, like, and, and when I heard that it used to belong to him, I was actually very proud of us for being like, you know what, let's just abandon it and do it by hand. And we got it done anyway. Well, just, just, just make sure. Yeah. Make sure we, we, we like slog through, uh, which right. we, yeah, which we did. And I was very proud of us. And, and now I'm super excited because there is this thing about like, I, I don't really know why and, and possibly it's just even like more because Alice and I have discovered that like growing the, our vegetable garden last year was like, like since we have been together, I think one of like the big things is that like, I feel like I grew up with like hobbies, like hobbies being like the centerfold of existence. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, like you live for your hobbies. And, and so like, I think like when Alice and I got together, I was like, okay, like we got to figure out what is our hobby going to be? And right. I think that she was like, I don't really like, this is not the, the primary, you know, right. objective of, of, my existence and so like for for like years i'm always like what, what what can be our new hobby oh that could be our new hobby and she's like ben stop and I'm like, yeah. okay um but anyway so what we what we discovered last year was that uh doing the garden ended up being like our shared hobby and it was really 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 fun so like every single night we would go and put like addy to bed at like seven and then we would go out like to our driveway which is like where our our very 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 small strip of earth that we have available for doing anything with is and we would just stand in the driveway and like look at our plants and yeah. poke them and water them and <coughs> yeah you know, over here pull that weed eventually harvest take pictures do all the right yeah pull the weed yeah you know so it was, it was just like oh my gosh this is this is so much fun but i, I don't know what it is there's something i think about growing your own food and then being able to eat it that is just like remarkably fulfilling yeah I, I don't know if it's just like it's like haha i i provided my my own self with sustenance yeah um i i always go back to i'm, I'm gonna i'll try not to make this too heady of a conversation but like sometimes i feel like uh the like the interest in like primitive survival based tactics and and i would i would call primitive and like to the turns of to the tune of like just being able to be like self-sufficient like um do you, do you know what like homesteading is as like an activity or a goal? Like where you don't need to like shop for anything? Uh, essentially. More or less. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you would grow all of your own food and, and like all of your own stuff and, and like live in like a self-sufficient kind of way. Um, I, I feel like there is this... I, I can't ever really, really fully describe it because like it's such a luxury to us that we have the ability to go to the store yeah. to like purchase food that is like available yeah you know um but but I, I do feel like when it comes down to it there's like a grounding sensation that you receive from successfully growing and consuming your own food right um it's almost like it's almost like like you don't have to depend on anyone or anything else in order for this to be a possible right you know and, and i feel like that's like a like okay like at the end of the day you know because that that's the thing like you know i i think like you know in modern society in a lot of ways like we don't necessarily at least here in america don't have to like worry about like where where to find 
like the food source or right. whatever. Um, but being able to grow it yourself is, I don't know. There's just, there's just something special about it. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I'm very excited at the prospect of it, like actually coming to harvest time and getting, getting my own food out of it and enjoying that. I remember when we had a garden as kids, like the food from your own garden, like is like so fresh and like, so, so much better. It does taste tasting. Better. Yeah. 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 So Although, like, I, can, I can never tell if it's the satisfaction or yeah. if it's actually different. Right. And so I'm just like, I am so determined for it to like, for it to come to pass and not to like get destroyed by the animals <sighs> this time around. I know, I know. <laughs> like just like do it right, do it right. I've even got like so like it's in the back corner of the yard which is fenced in and I'm like, you know what though? Don't don't you 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 you're even though you already have a fence on two sides of it, you still are going to have to fence those sides. Oh, sure, sure, like, sure. Like, yes, that, yeah. like bunnies can clearly get through the existing fence because it's just like, you know, like there's you know three inches of space between each plank or whatever. Right. So you're going to have to like really yeah. think through. Yeah. Like, all the way through. We're like, we're not, we're not going to mess it up. It is go- We are going to do it right. And we are going to get food. It like has to work. <laughs> it has to work. <laughs> like it's just going to be so, because there's so much work to do. And then if it like doesn't come to pass, then it's like you really put in a lot of effort for nothing. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth and like even in our office we have not one but two full display cases with some of our all-time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled but something i did not know existed when i was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Which segues nicely into my next section, Ben, which is my ongoing shower saga. Oh my goodness gracious. Yep. This is really we're we're really just we're showing off uh all of our our home handies. Yeah, today, well, aren't we, we welcome to um having a house with dads. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, welcome this listen up kids. You know, you're going to have to learn some home repair at some point and uh I'm I'm we're all learning it on the fly it turns out. Okay. You know, yeah. you see your dad working on stuff you're like, "Man, he just knows how to do everything." Nope. Making it up, making it up. Doesn't know, <laughs> doesn't know. This is this is the real reason that yeah, like like Dad never wanted you to be like around while they were like like trying to figure it out. Oh my it's gosh, like I can't hear myself think. That is exactly that was exactly the situation. So Saturday we spent all working on the garden. So a couple of weeks ago I reported that I had you know changed the shower head and fixed the drip in the shower, and that was wrong. That wasn't true. Um, the drip, the drip persisted. Ugh. I think what had happened was that there was like, you know, the new shower head has a bunch of like, you know, you can click it around the different settings to get okay. different functions out of it. And one of the settings just happens to be like, like closed off or almost closed off. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Like it, it very, it, it doesn't allow for much water to come through. And I think it gave me the false impression that I had fixed it, but I had not. Ugh. Really frustrating. So it's so, okay. So, and the, the big, the big thing here is that you have a drip. Inside of your bathroom, which is attached to your bedroom, yeah. which is preventing you from sleeping at night. It's just very loud. Okay. Yes. It's very okay. loud when it drips. Okay. And it was becoming like progressively worse. Okay. Over time. So at once, you know, at, at, you know, in the beginning it was like one drip, maybe like per minute. And it was getting to the point where it was just like drip, 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 drip Is there, drip, drip, is there drip. like, if you shut the door... Does I mean, it like muffle it. It would muffle it, and honestly, what I was doing is I was taking like a loofah and just putting it on the floor of the shower, and that muffles it really well. Okay. Too, but like the underlying thing is that like it was getting to the point where it was almost like a like a continuous dribble, you know. Oh. And then it's just like now I'm just like potentially wasting water running up like my water bill or something. That is true. You that know? is true. I so. I do remember when you and I first lived together, mm-hmm. uh, right out of college. This was like one of those things like where I I had just started to like fully take on like bills you know like where the bills came to to us like yeah. you know in our names and stuff like that and i remember our water bill was like you know well over a hundred dollars a month it was like it was very <clears throat> expensive and i was like man i never realized like like no wonder mom hated it when we took long showers like i never realized mm-hmm. like how much this like like you know cost and the whole time we had been there we had like one of the toilets just doing that like, continuous flush thing yeah and it was just going on for and i think it was for like the first like 14 months we lived there right you know we were just paying this like like insane fee and i think the the landlady came by one day and she was like has the toilet been running it was like yeah it just always sort of does that and it was like oh man so we fixed it and it went from like 180 dollars a month to like 30 and it yeah, was like, like oh no you 
must be joshing me right, right now. I no. cannot believe the amount of money that we literally flushed down the toilet. Anyway, yeah, so, <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, yeah, it was like it was getting like worse, and uh, I was like, I and part of me is just like, I want. I want to fix it. Like it cannot be that hard. This feels like the exact sort of thing you can just go to YouTube and look up and be like, "Here's how you fix your shower," and you're like, "Okay, I can do it." Sure. Like it's probably not that hard. There cannot be that many pieces to it. So I was like, "Okay, clearly the shower head didn't work." But like in my mind, like I I only had like a little bit of faith that it would work. And I was like, "You know what? Maybe it'll work." And if it doesn't, that's okay because I'll still have a new shower head. Right. Which I do. So. You know, I had like a fallback silver lining almost in mind. Okay. You know, I was like, and so that worked out. And then, so I was like, okay, now we're going to have to do it. I look up some just videos, like how to change it. Of course, there's like a bazillion of them. And a lot of them are like very good. And the people are going through. And the first one is uh, this like woman who changes it. And she opens the, opens the faucet which looks very similar to mine. She's like, we're just changing the seats and springs. And I'm like, that's such a silly name for something inside of a shower. Seats and springs. I wasn't going to guess that. You know, it doesn't even sound like a plumbing tool. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the seats and springs. Seats okay. and springs. Okay. Are you familiar with that phrase? I'm not. Not even okay. not, not even at all. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I watch her do it. She literally like takes one screw out and it's just like, all right, then you just got to take your pliers and just pull th- these two little things out. And then I've got the replacements and I just push them back in, fix. And I was like, okay, see, see, it is doable. Not that big a deal. Sure. Right? So um, I like go down uh, to the description. I look up seats and spring. You know, I figure she had a different brand of faucet than I had. Oh, no. So I was like, okay, no big deal. Like, I'll just look. I looked at mine. I have a Moen. And I was like, all right, I went to Amazon because her link to the replacement parts is on Amazon. So I just typed in seats and springs Moen. Okay. Pops up like seats and springs compatible with Moen. And I'm like, great, cool. Problem solved order them, wait the days for them to come. They get here. I'm so excited. Like I can do this. This is going to be easy. I take apart my little mowing faucet and put all the parts off to the side and I've got my tools ready and there are no seats and springs. This is not a, no one does not use seats and springs. None whatsoever? None whatsoever. You're kidding me right now. Wow. What a um, sham. I know. It was a sham. I was like, mm, this is so annoying. So you had seats and springs that were. Yeah. For just another brand. Um, of faucet altogether but i don't know like even i guess on amazon it's just like it's one of those things where it's like th- this it you know if you were to like look for like a a, a battery for like a camera or something i've encountered this before oh, where it's sure. like compatible with canon and it lists like a thousand different models or for whatever and then it's like you get it and it does work but it's it felt like that like whoever was listing the seats and springs was just like list a thousand like brands of faucet oh, next to it to yeah, like yeah. get the ser- like, search results. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, which is what they had done, and uh, that was inaccurate. So like I'm sitting there with my useless seats and springs, and I'm staring at I don't even know what inside the wall now. I'm like, okay, let me look up how to replace a Moen shower head, which sounds like obvious what I should have just done from the beginning, but I didn't because I you know I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, it, like, like, it, like I don't know that it would necessarily seem like from the word go that you would that you would necessarily right like target in on the brand yeah i don't i don't know and it's like when i was watching the video of the the woman doing it it was like her shower faucet looked exactly like mine okay you know so i was like this is this has got to be what it is even if it's a different brand it's the same um obviously it's not instead moen has these like cartridges almost okay they kind of remind they kind of remind me of like when you change your fridge filter or something yeah yeah yeah. 
So I'll go through and I'm looking up how to change that. And it's all these people. And they're like going through and they like, pulled this clip out. And I'm like, I did that. I pulled the clip out. Okay. And then, yes. and I'm like, okay, so five. I'm like, yeah, okay. I did, I did everything so far. At least I, at least my instincts were correct. And then they're like, all right, now you got to pull this, you got to pull it out and, you know, change it. Now, if they didn't put a lot of like grease on it, when they put it in, it might get kind of stuck in there, but you know, you just give it a good tug and I'm like, all right, okay. Okay. So I'm like, I am pulling on this thing with like my full body weight, leaning against the wall. I can see the pipes in the wall, like bowing towards me. I'm like, it's not coming out. It's not coming out. And they're like, okay, now there is these little tools you can get to like wiggle it loose. Cause I guess this is a problem. People don't grease them or it's just been too long and the grease is gone. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. No big deal. I'll just get, I'll get a puller with my new cartridge. The problem is I can't tell which cartridge I need because I can't see what the one I have looks like. Cause it's stuck in the wall. <laughs> now, fortunately there's only like two mowing cartridges really. Okay. And like one of them's sort of short and one of them's long. And I'm like, the long one is definitely would be too long. It'd be too long. So it's got to be the short one. It's got to be the short one. <laughs> so you just flip the coin. So I just, well, I was like, it, I'm pretty sure it looks, it looks right. And it turns out I was right. That was correct. I got the right cartridge. Um, Can I just say how handy you are? Oh man, I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. I was getting there. So I got the cartridge. I got the puller and <laughs> I, I use the little puller thing and I'm trying to like wiggle it free. And it is, it is like not it does not work. And I'm like, I must have the most stuck Moen cartridge in the history of plumbing. Right, like, right, right. Like, like there's so, no way. I, someone from Moen is going to need to show up on my front doorstep and award me a medal for the most stuck cartridge I of, know. in the history of all. And now I'm Moen like retroactively fossils. mad at the previous owners of the house. Like, how could they have not greased the cartridge? You know, <laughs> maintain your faucets, mm, come people. on. <laughs> Would you leave this in here for 20 years? Probably. 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 Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm wiggling this thing as hard as I can. Eventually, like I look at the instructions and it says like rotate it like a full 45 degrees. And I'm like, I don't even know if that's going to happen, but I'm like pulling in. It, it's not going. The little piece I had that's doing the wiggling looks like it's about to break itself. It's I'm giving like, me anxiety just here. I know. Yeah, I'm like, like, like a pipe is going to burst. I know. I'm like so frustrated by it. And I'm like, eventually I just like try and pull it as far to one side as I can. And I'm like plastic is breaking. Stuff is hitting the bottom of the thing, but it did rotate some. And I was like, you know what? At this point, is broken anyway so i'm throwing caution to the wind i'm just gonna start spinning it like it's moving whatever like i do that a few times really try and get it as loose as possible give it like one more giant tug and it like breaks free from the wall and i'm like <gasps> like the joy that filmed me. i was like i did it i did it i did it i got the cartridge out of the wall oh my goodness thank the maker this is amazing i did it i wonder how many people right now you're inspiring to I know. finally take that step to go in and, and home plumb something. hopefully hopefully certain some right. people are like well it, it can be done it can be done so i'm looking at my replacement cartridge it came with some like grease on and i was like i'm greasing this thing up like crazy yeah, absolutely <laughs> absolutely oh, the, the next uh, owner of this house is going to be like, be like hey wow. former guy thank you way to go thank way you. to go they don't even know it was a problem so i greased that thing up I, I stick it in i reinstall everything and then like i i, I put on my brand new my new handle as well because that's <sighs> the other part is that i broke the the initial shower faucet handle at one point yeah when sure. i was learning about the cartridge the first time back with the seats and stems learning experience yeah the handle itself the thing that like the faucet handle that you just used to turn it on and off that broke so 
in the meantime, the shower has been unusable because we can't turn the water on because uh-huh. the handle is broken. So Beth and I have been going to the basement to shower for like the last two weeks, which has been, you know, inconvenient, not ideal, yeah, sure, you know, sure. not, I mean, not the worst, but you know, at least we had a backup. There's nice. That, that is really nice. That's that true. That there is another bathroom. We had yeah. another bathroom, but yeah, you'd have that like, okay, I'm just walking through the house in my towel going all the way up the stairs and stuff. But right. anyway, so I, I put the shower back back on i turn the water back on and i walk up the stairs and i can already tell something's wrong because the water's running and it's in the off position and i'm like oh no Uh, what have i done what have i done fortunately fortunately i just take the screw out um i I flip i I give it like a full 180 twist put the handle back on i'm like okay now what was the off position is now what was the on position is now in the off position put it back on I got sprayed in the face doing that because even if you turn the water off, there's like some water in there. And then, and then yeah, yeah and it you know, <laughs> splashes me in the face. I'm like, <laughs> morale is high. Morale, I'm like, but this is, and then I go downstairs, I turn the water back on, I come back up, the water's off. I, f- I turn the handle, the water comes on, it gets hot at the right spot, it gets cold at the right spot, it turns off and on. Everything, I was like, this is how it was, this is how it was. I, I've done it. I've reassembled everything. I've changed the cartridge. I've changed the shower head. I have a new faucet handle. It works the way it's supposed to work. And like, I'm filled with such like joy that like it is, I have done it. It has taken me like weeks and I have had to um, like pull a piece of the wall out and that was its own challenge, but I have done it. I have changed the shower cartridge. And I'm like, I couldn't, I was like, I was like laying on the bed just like, I need to relax. I need to just like take in this moment. Bask I've in the glory that is my awesomeness. Bask in the glory that is having successfully changed the, sou- the shower cartridge. And I'm like sitting there playing on my phone. And suddenly, like, no. I just hear from the other room no. the drip. No. <laughs> like, say no, it isn't no, so. No, it cannot be. How is this happening? And I go and I'm like staring at the, the shower head and just like watching it drip. Like once every like 30 seconds, just drip. And I'm like. No, I'm like, maybe, maybe this is like, maybe this is because I had the water running to test it. And I'm like, I've never really thought about how long it takes the shower to stop dripping when, like, when you get out of the shower. Sure. Like, maybe it takes, you know, does it take like 60 seconds? Does it take like 10 minutes? Does it take like half an hour? I don't know. You know, uh, half an hour would seem long. <laughs> half an hour would <laughs> For seem like long. just a little bit of excess water to drip out of the faucet. Like, that's acceptable, of course. But. I'm like, okay, maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a boiling pot of water. You know, you, a, a watch pot never boils. A, a watched faucet never stops dripping. So I'm like, I'm just gonna come back in like an hour, and it's gonna have stopped. That's what's gonna happen. But no, Ben, it's still dripping. So I don't know. I don't. I'm like, I, I have no idea. I was like, I felt so proud of myself for successfully going through the entire ordeal of changing literally everything you can change about it. And it's still there, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> now I'm like, now I'm gonna have to call a plumber, which is like the worst because I've put in so much time and effort and money into avoiding this. Because ex- now it's like, now if I call the plumber, it's like n- everything I did doesn't count. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like I, if it if it <clears throat> then then I could have then I should have just done it from the start. Yeah, and that's what I and it's like and it's such a tiny little thing. It's just this little drip, but it like it is so loud at night. It's so loud. <sighs> This is, I don't, I, it's, I, I, I'm like, so many times along this process, I'm like, maybe now is when I need to admit defeat. And then I like, I'm like, no, power through, Jake. You power can do through. it. It's you like- can fix it. Now I'm like, I don't know what is left to fix. And it's still dripping. So, right. and I'm, I'm certain that if they come, they're going to like reach the wrench into one spot and just go, and that's going to do it. And I'm going to be like, I hate you. And <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I just didn't know to do, to tighten that part. And it's such a prime example of of like just how 
uh foreign i i I always felt like i learned this with like like aquarium parts and stuff because everything to do with aquarium parts all sound like very complicated techno babble names yeah and but then it's like once you know what any of them are none of them seem complicated anymore and so it, it is it is so frustrating that things that are so obvious to people who do them all the time are like hard to explain to people who don't understand them because it's like, because you do find yourself in that situation where it's like, it's like anybody who knows exactly what they're looking at is going to be like, Oh, you got a, you got a faulty cartridge over here. And the previous guy must have not greased it, you know, or something like that. I'm like, they will know immediately because they've seen so many. Right. They do this every day. It's just so commonplace. Right. It's not a big deal to them. And I'm like, I know, I know that's where I'm at. Right. Like, I remember when we when we first started streaming. Like, I wanted to like um we like the the editor who worked here at the time was like good at building PCs. Like that was one of his hobbies. And he'd like from scratch like ordered all the things to like make like a prime modern day. This was like eight years ago. Probably not true anymore. Right. Um. But at the time, at the time, like streaming computer and like. Every now and then, it's like when you buy a computer, everything just works because like the the manufacturer put it together so it's like consumer ready. And it's like this one was handmade, so like maybe all of the amenities you're expecting, like there's like there were just several like dead USB ports, which you'd never have oh, on like a, a like on a regular computer you bought from the store because they wouldn't put them on there if they didn't work. Whereas right. this is just sort of like yeah, well you weren't gonna need like th- these four, so those are just dead. But like and like. Any anytime I had like a, a problem, it was like, is this a it was hand built by someone problem, or is this just like a I don't understand PCs problem, or a I don't you know right like right, is yeah. the issue that it didn't is this this is like the, sometimes the advantage of just buying the ready made thing right right <laughs> versus doing because it was like if I had built it I would certainly know all the things because I had built it, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It reminded me a lot of that, but also I changed literally every single part and it's still dripping and I hate it. And I feel like it's just like something is just not tight somewhere and it's, I can tell, I can tell it's seething. (sighs) See, it's it's reminding me of the fly episode of Breaking Bad is what it is. It's just like, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get you fly. Yeah. Um, on the flip side though, I will say to, to kind of like ease us towards closing out today's episode, Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, like you said, like I should have just called the plumber from the beginning. And I actually had a very similar issue, which was basically that like the uh, irrigation uh, setup that I have for all of my garden plants to kind of like bring it full circle. Yeah. Um, wow. Is basically, you know, it's like the outdoor like hose hookup. It's the same thing I would use to like wash my car or, mm-hmm. you know, do anything else with a hose. Uh, and I had just had it replaced like three years ago and I went to fire it up this year to like make sure everything was all good. And sure enough, it had frozen over the winter and burst. And so it was like one of these things where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call the plumber right away. I'm not going to try to do the bend thing. I'm not going to like go and fiddle with it. I'm just going to have somebody come out who can fix it like within an hour. And I like literally like went upstairs and there was a plumber uh, at my across the street neighbor's house. Wow. With like a giant thing. I was like, wow, it's a sign. It's a sign. They're like a the phone number was right on the side. So I was like calling them right now. I'm going to, I'll have them come over. So they're like, yeah, we'll be there, you know, like on Monday. Sounds great. And I was like, perfect. And they got there and they quoted me $500 to replace like this, like piece of hose. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't that do seems, it. I was like, that seems like way too much. Way too much for for like what this is. I was like, there's there's no way. And I was like, right, well, I'm gonna I am going to try. So th- that was like my version of it. Is it was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to tr- I'm trying to go on my own quest to replace it and mm-hmm. to go through all these things. Yeah. And same thing where it's like I, I did like all the aquarium stuff for a long time. So like I have like a very <clears throat> base level rudimentary knowledge of like 
how some plumbing stuff works. But like, I would really not call it much more than that. Like I, I, I would say like, if you've ever played like with like Lego or connects or something, it's like, I basically know like that level of knowledge, but just translated into like pipes. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, like elbows and 45s and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like I can make, I know I can make water go somewhere if I need can to make to. a ninja star out of connects. Ooh. That was always my favorite. Take like the white wheel, put all the little tiny green ones in it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah like instant yeah, ninja. Basically. The basically best. I was a ninja. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that, this was my yesterday project, which was yesterday was Sunday. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the store. I got my, I got like my new, my new like hose hookup thing. And there was like one piece of plumbing that like I did not understand. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. And I went to the store and I found the exact right part. And it was like eight bucks. And I was like, no way. This feels like too inexpensive. Like whatever, uh, I had to be, I had to get like one small tool, which cost like eleven dollars, and I got home and I was like literally like just staring at it. I was like, there, this is not that complicated. It is a short piece of pipe with one elbow that goes into the other bit. I've already forced the thing through the wall. All I have to do is just like click, and it right. should be done. And so I did it, and I turned it on, and it worked, and it was done. And instead of five hundred dollars, it cost me like. 54. Wow, I hate you. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I need to get, yeah, I need to get very the, proud little, of you. The, the little kernels a win on the day. I mean, they were yeah. like, man, I just went through this whole cartridge saga. And yeah. I can't believe the guy didn't I grease know. it. But, you know, um, yeah, we've, we've all been there. We've all we've been all there. We've all been but, there. Yeah. An ungreased cartridge, for sure. I know. Yeah. It's, just, it's just unfortunate when, mm-hmm. when people just don't tend to their faucets the way that they're supposed to. Exactly. <laughs> everybody, everybody. What, are you just using this as a shower and not thinking twice about it? <laughs> Every single day of your entire yeah yeah, yeah pretty pretty much that's it yeah that's pretty that much how I was using it too that is about the size of it all yeah. the time and always anyway so apparently we're not very handy in addition to not knowing anything about music yeah this there's is, that these, these are just the these are just the the ropes actually I can give you one last update okay. which is that after years <coughs> of talking about it and it, so th- this is this has been like the thing this is, I'm trying to ride my I did my marathon high as far as I can yeah and so what I've realized is that there's like a lot of things that I've talked about for a long time like getting my tattoo uh like where it's just like okay like i just need to like finally like make some progress on some of these things because apparently i think that i'm like i have put them on a pedestal i think that i have like i have turned them into this thing that they shouldn't be and so i i did uh venture into waters that i have never really truly been in before and i ordered a guitar wow i know crazy i know so talking about not knowing anything about anything um this is like one of those things where it's like i think every activity like even like the, the what is the name of our new donut challenge that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. The Mighty Jolly. The Mighty Jolly Challenge. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like okay, like, this is obviously going to be, like, a massive and difficult, like, hurdle if you were to ever, like, take it on. Like, it's going to be hard. But I know that I can eat donuts. I know that I can finish at least one beer. And I know that I can run some miles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, it is challenging to me to imagine, like, the endurance involved, the, the like, you know, whatever. Like, the, the fact that I'm going to have to commit, like, a day of my life to it because now I'm going to have to do it because it's in my head. Um, whatever. The guitar shows up and it's like it it has never occurred to me just how foreign of an object it truly is. Right. Like I don't know anything about it. I don't know how to get it to do anything at all. Right. Like, like you can you can put your fingers on the strings and they can make some noise. They can make but some like you have no capacity to ma- understand whether or not those are even the correctly tuned noises. 100%. Yep. Right. And then I'm like I'm like are you supposed to use a pick? Are you supposed to use your like your finger pad? Do you use like your your thumb nail? Do you, like what I I I'm like I don't know. I don't even know which way. To, like Alice like went over and she picked it up and she had like all the small strings like like closer to her like her head. And I was like I think you're holding it upside down. And she's like no no no. 
this is definitely the way you hold it. And so she was strumming like with her, like her left hand. And I was like, I think you strum with your right hand. And did you buy a left-handed guitar? Well, that's that why I asked her. I was like, oh my God, did I buy like the wrong guitar and didn't realize it? No. And she was just wrong. And it was like, no. I was like we, we, are, we, we are just like, so we you are, guys are great at music. We are really, really, mm. really not close at all. So I was like, you know, I'm like looking up lessons and everything. And I'm like, for day one, all I want you to do is tell me the anatomy of the object right. that I'm holding. I don't even need to touch it. You know, you just point to the things and tell me the things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what does this do? Okay. What does okay. this do? Okay. How yeah, like so I don't know the difference between like like uh like picking strings or playing chords or anything at all to do with it. Right. And uh I and I am like I can't even tell you how in the deep end I feel. Like Right, like you like if you sign up for lessons or whatever, like I feel like the guy I, I would bet that people of your age who come in for guitar lessons like owned a guitar when they were 13 and went to three lessons or something. And right. like, you know, the guy can be like, all right, so tell me, you know, what's your background? Uh, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I played in a, I played in a band when I was 13 for a month and I learned a few chords, but now I kind of wanted to get back into it. Ben's like, I feel like your answer is I know that this is called a guitar. Yes. Yes. That, that's that's it. Hard stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, this is that is as much knowledge. Rumor as... is it makes music. <laughs> Further rumors indicate you can teach me how to make the thing called the guitar the music. Right. Is it true? Is it true? <laughs> okay. Here's the other one, it, and this is like the even just this ridiculous version of it is that um, I uh, it is like an acoustic guitar that can be plugged into an amp okay and so my thinking there was that like largely i don't really imagine a scenario where i need to play this loud because especially at this point nobody wants to hear it Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh because the noises that i'm making are not are not certified music noises right they're They're just just, sounds they're just sounds yeah yeah and so there's like a little button on like the back of it that uh is not actually a button it's like a little piece of like chrome and i was like oh it's probably like where you like hook the neck strap and then i was like wait a second but there is no other place does this guitar is it not neck strap compatible did that I, can't be i know i was like but where how does hmm I, 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 this is how lost i am people like i don't even know if i can add a neck strap to my guitar yeah, i'm not even sure i should be allowed to sit next to it right? yeah, <laughs> to, to be quite honest with you and it, yeah so it turns out the little chrome, chrome button thing uh that i just mentioned is is where you plug the amp in if you were to use that so ah. it, it's not it unless it doubles as two things maybe that's a thing maybe it's not a thing but i i do feel like exactly how you were describing everything to do with plumbing it was like it's like anybody who's listening right now who's ever played a guitar at all is like wow he is like really lost <laughs> like like really no knowledge yeah. whatsoever um but i'm i'm like i am excited and nervous at the prospect of like because because i remember going back to uh like early pandemic uh everybody's like at home everybody's just bored out of their minds and mm-hmm. i was like okay like new skill so i ordered a rubik's cube yeah. i remember being like okay i've never really had time to learn how to solve a rubik's cube before and i remember our younger brother tyler like he had like a whole he had like a whole mess of them like different sizes and configurations yeah. and he could do it you know look at these split no problem and i remember like learning like the first couple of like algorithms necessary to like solve the rubik's cube and i was like okay like this makes sense like you know it's like you would never if you just picked up a rubik's cube and started playing with it i think it would take you basically forever to solve it right i don't think that you would just sit there and like turn faces until it just sort of like became a completed solved cube um i don't think that's how you end up getting there i think you need to learn the methods i don't know have you ever seen the movie the pursuit of happiness 
Is that what he does? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have not seen that movie. Oh, man. It's a good one. It's very sad a lot of the time, but also very good. I'll have to go and check it out. Starring Will Smith and his actual son. I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so I remember getting like several steps into the process and like you get to like the final algorithm and it was like, yeah, it's just like the the QWERTY blurt algorithm. Oh, the QWERTY blurt. And it's like, it's like yeah, it's just an easy 20 steps you got to remember. And I was like, what? I was like, what? It's like everybody who, everyone who knows how to solve a Rubik's cube knows this twenty step step algorithm. Right. I was like, what? Like, like wait, like like I hit a wall that was like, um, I don't think my brain works like that. Yeah, like, like no, it, no, 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 no. You're just supposed to have to memorize like a pattern for your fingers. Like it's not. <laughs> it's certain. So I'm sorry. I didn't think solving Rubik's cubes meant memorizing. 20 step <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like math problems <laughs> no, no no yeah like exactly so i was like i <clears throat> i don't i don't think and and i i like this is bad i just gave up i was like i don't think i can do it and and maybe it was like one of those things like where it was like where i was not truly like not distracted like i think i was also like sort of dealing with with the reality which was like you know having like our small business and everything yeah. and everybody working from home and you know, not knowing what the actual impact of the, the pandemic was going to be so i don't know that i was like fully 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 committed to like learning how to do it right but like that was like the thing in my mind so like since the guitar has shown up and i've like it's just been sitting on my counter like untouched because i'm like afraid to go near it um <laughs> it, it's like one of these things where i'm like lots of people can play guitars like it's a very common instrument to know how to play. This very guitar has like hundreds of reviews on one website, which means hundreds of people have bought this one. Right. Um, you know, it's like, like, I'm like, is this the Rubik's Cube again? Where like, I thought like, oh, okay, like lots of people know how to solve these right. things. Like surely I could do it too. Right. And it was like, oh man. Well, the difference will clearly be that you'll have, oh, well, I don't know, maybe you're taking it on completely on your own. You're just going to like YouTube. No, stuff no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah is, I would say go to a teacher. I'm going to go to a teacher. I'm yeah. not going to learn a single bad habit. This is it, this and golf are the two things uh, where I've always felt like, like, don't learn the wrong things. Just yeah. always learn the right thing from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, obviously I've not, I've, I've touched neither hobby pretty yeah. much at all mm -hmm. uh, out of, out of fear of failure. Probably. Man, I, so yeah, once upon a time when I first got hired back at the concert venue to really bring it full circle, nice. I, there was um, a time where like, um, they they hired like a, a new a new uh, marketing manager who was my new direct boss and like it was like his third week there and he was like uh, you want to go golfing this weekend and I'm like you know it's like one of those where you know your boss is asking you to go golfing with you and he's not really asking you the correct answer is just yes yeah <laughs> you know? like, so I was like yeah of course absolutely um, and then like I promptly left work that what that day to go buy golf clubs <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like well you're gonna have to figure this out I'm real fast have to get, yeah then like, i'll be going to the driving range tomorrow and i think i need shoes for golf right yeah and maybe a glove and some balls and some I mean, golf's expensive um which it is um anyway uh so i remember doing that and like sort you know like at the same at the same time in my life a bunch of my other friends who were like you know young professionals and just sort of entering the workforce and stuff were like also finding themselves in similar situations where it was like clearly going to be a good skill to have to have a little bit of wherewithal about the golf course yeah just so yep. that you can go out there and you know hang out with your colleagues and at least not super embarrass yourself right um so I remember doing that, and one day it was uh, me and our, our buddy Trey and Paul, and the three of us were just out uh, on the course, and I like, it was it was like the day it had like all finally clicked, like I'd played enough, I'd gone to the driving range enough, and like every single time I got up to the tee box, I had my driver out, and I was just 
killing it dead straight right down the fairway every Amazing. single time and i was like i was like this is this is becoming fun like i can really i can see it maybe it's worth like getting some extra instruction and it got to like the fifth hole in a row like that and i went to go take a swing and the driver hits the ground a little bit, breaks into two pieces, the head goes flying, and that was basically it. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I was cresting the hill, like it, like my my star my star club just cracked, and I went and got another one, and it was never the same. It was never the same. Yeah. It was never the same again. Uh, and that was the end of my. That was basically the end of my golf career, and it was very sad. So. This goes back to we, we've always said it, but it's like I feel like I feel like the the cosmic fates don't want us to to uh, to have confidence at yeah. all right it's like as soon as you were feeling good forget that it's like all right we got we got to fix this this is yeah. yeah it's like my it's like my truman show thing it's like no, no 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 if he gets super into golf that'll take us off the entire narrative that we've been working on so somebody so can we can we detonate the the head yeah N- not a big detonation just a small one just tiny it, one just make it break yeah make it break. <laughs> there we go. we're good we're it's good, good. <laughs> he's fine he's fine <laughs> he'll be totally off course now right that's it that's it we're gonna have to be gonna have to be teeing off it's like his his three wood or something now embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Whatever a three wood is. Yeah. Anyway, guys, as ever, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Pop. I feel like I feel like if you stay with us this long, you've really you've really come to realize that uh, the reason that we have a podcast is probably because we can't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Other than maybe eat 50 donuts in one day. 48 donuts in 48 one day. 48 donuts, one mile, one beer. One, yeah, yeah. Good times, good times. Uh, if you guys have any feedback for the show, be sure to send it over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you would like to find um, an episode or a version of The Pop uh, with no ads, you can do so over at patreon.com slash popcornculture and select the $10 tier where you'll have a specific feed uh, that is completely and utterly ad-free. Yeah, yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Again, patreon.com slash popcornculture. Otherwise, until next time, pop, pop.